up, y'all? Welcome to Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. I'm your boy, Charlie Wilson, man. Now, you know, with this podcast, I sit down with some of the baddest comics from all over the world, and they tell me a funny story from some shit they've been through. I don't know. <laughs> now, before I go any further, make sure you take a minute to subscribe. You better subscribe. Stop just watching our stuff without subscribing. That's the toll. So subscribe real quick, and we're going to get the show cracking, man. We got a dope special guest. I love her. She's dope. She's funny. Uh, and was just on America's Got Talent. Y'all, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Susan Thompson. Hey. Ah! How you doing? Hey, boo. <laughs> How you now, doing? Now, I know you got a little story for me. Oh, I got So, stories. Susan Thompson, please. Do tell. <laughs> do tell. Do tell. Let's see. Uh, probably one of the best ones I have. I had just started touring. Mm. Um, I was actually heading up with a friend of mine to Fort Nelson. So, if you're in Vancouver, British Columbia, that's like another four-hour flight. Damn. All in Canada. All in Canada. Another uh-huh. four-hour flight and then another four-hour drive on top of that. Wow. So, it's a snowy area. So, I remember... Driving through this area, first thing we get off the plane, I'm like, fuck this. I'm like, you can't make me get out of this plane. I'm not getting out of this plane. It's freezing out here. Uh-huh. I remember getting to the car, and I remember my hands were already frozen. I'm like, this is going to suck. And it ended up being one of the best car rides I think I've ever been on. And we get to the venue. We, we're all ready for the night. We get there, and uh, we're standing out front. My uh, headliner was having a smoke out front. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy just decides to come out front and start urinating in the front of the property. Whoa. And it was it was just so random. We're like, what are you doing? He's like, you know, it's Fort Nelson. We're like, Fort Nelson, have some pride, man. Right. This is your home. <laughs> so I remember he came over after and he's like, oh, I've seen your picture on the poster. And he went to put his hand out Damn. to shake my hand. Wow. And the headliner just slaps his hand away. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Yeah. So I just wanted to say hello to her. He says, there's a woman standing here, a lady. You just finished urinating out front right. and you want to shake her hand. Why don't you go wash your hands first? Yeah. So he decided to go up one side of me and down the other. And he was going to beat us up after the show. Holy shit. And they were going to corner me because what was worse is right Why across the street. From, up? Yeah. Right, well, right across the street from the venue was my motel. So you okay. could watch us crossing the street, get gotcha. to the motel. And I'm like, this is not going to be a good night. Were you talking about him on stage? Did he just no. He just they was just, drunk or something? They, he was drunk. They gotcha. just kept heckling us and they were gotcha. a pain in the ass. Gotcha. Now, my saving grace was... Uh, so we're at the show and they, yeah, they heckled through the whole thing. I was emceeing and featuring. So that was a hell nice. of a night. And I'm like, right. oh my God, my first weekend touring and this is bullshit. Wow. <laughs> so we finished the show. Garrett does his set. And of course, they just weren't going to let it lie. Heckled them the whole time. And luckily, there was this group of guys that were up there working for BC Hydro. They were doing some pipe work or something up there. They kind of like, why don't you come sit with us? And it's the cool kid in school. I'm like, yeah, we'll come sit at your cafeteria table. Right. So we go and sit down and had a few drinks and stuff with them. They looked after us. These guys were waiting for us outside. They still wanted to beat us up. And I'm what? like, I'm like, this is where women like me come to die. I don't want this happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please don't let this happen. Right. Not today. Yeah. And I'm like, not today, Satan. No. Right. So I want, I'm like, I don't know what else to do. So these guys took care of us and they looked after us. Mm. These guys finally left, got us back to our motel. I was so happy. But the funny thing is, is that the leader of that group, uh, is now one of my best friends. What? Uh, he was actually here in Vegas this last weekend. Oh, he came was up the guy week- that was at the show? Yeah. Wow. So he came at the show. Him, the and his, him and his brother came out to the show. They're two of, like, he's my probably one of my best friends. I can call wow. him at the drop of a hat. he was one of the hat. guys who looked out for you when you were out there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. So he wow. totally looks after. He still does. Like, if I'm at a show or something in Seattle or Tacoma or something right. or even in Spokane, he'll just be like, oh, I'm going to drive out and watch wow. him. So we finally, we'll get to hang out. No, how Canadian of you guys. Yeah, right? right? I know. Right. Just have a beer, man. 
great. I will look out for her for the rest of her life. Right, right, right. Oh, don't you know? Don't you know, matey? Super dope, man. Nice. It was so weird. So it's so good to finally sit down with you and catch up. We've been working together and side by side and kicking it and, you know, shoulder to shoulder for a while. But trying to make this home. We're trying to. So hopefully a couple months. From, was it Vancouver to Vegas or something like that? Where are you originally from in Canada? Originally from St. Catharines, Ontario, which is about an hour outside Toronto. Okay, okay, so you're on the Toronto oh, yeah, side. Yeah. I hear they're kind of like, yeah. you know, West Coast. Oh, East no, Coast West Coast, Coast and East Coast. And you're like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. no. If you're from Toronto, they don't like anyone from Vancouver. Really? Anyone from Vancouver is like, oh, those people from East Toronto Coast, are West so... West Coast beef exists in Canada too. I'll oh, be yeah. Down. oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. Vancouver's been my home, jeez, 35. Oh, my God. Wow. It's going on 35 years. Wow. It's been my home. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Now, now, what was life like before you started stepping into comedy? Because you've been in the game for a minute. <laughs> what the hell was Susan doing before she was entertaining people? Oh, <laughs> really? Like, yeah, see, really? I think people yeah. are going to be surprised. Yeah, like, we want to know. I was a stay-at-home mom with two kids. Wow. Yeah, I was married married with two kids. Wow. Um, owned the largest independent automotive shop in British Columbia. Oh, wow. And uh, I was a stay-at-home mom. Like, I was originally, I'm a licensed hairstylist and uh, platform artist, so I worked with, like, Davinez and Wella and nice. Spa Utopia companies and stuff. So I would go around and uh, I worked in the schools. So I would train new students and then I would work in the salons and I would train like uh, people that were already in the business. Nice. But I was so allergic to it. Wow. So I ended up after a while, we're like, you know what? I'm making, it's costing me money to send these kids to daycare. Maybe it's time to stay home. Right. Stayed home for a number of years and then uh, literally. So you went from stay at home yeah. mom to comedy? Like, well, uh, yeah, literally all of a sudden they came <laughs> home. They're like, um, I think I want a divorce, and I'm like, oh, wow. okay, right. I can do this. So yeah. I knew I was on my own, and I I had just started comedy. I was probably maybe a few years in. How did that even come about? Because I, I don't know care, how common yeah. it is in Canada for <laughs> somebody just like, all right, you know, I'm just going to start doing something new. Was it How random was that? Yeah, just, it was, did you just uh, do a mic, or did you get booked? Like, how did no, that it was, I ended up going into the hospital for, I'm bipolar, uh-huh. and I needed to be regulated, I guess. All? Aren't we all? Yeah, those, those Mike McDonald. But there's said, levels. There's yeah, levels, well, Mike yeah. McDonald was a comic. He always said, how many people here in the audience have uh, mental illness and you'd only hear a few people mm-hmm. clap their hands for you? Like those ones, he says, those that are diagnosed and the rest of you, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> so, basically. Yeah, so I remember yeah. I went into the hospital and I knew, as soon as I went in, I was like, this is, this is not gonna go well. Yeah. But I knew I was in a better place. I was yeah. like, okay. I ended up, yeah, because uh, a few months before that, I had a massive um, heart attack in oh Miami, of all places. I had wow. an anaphylactic heart attack, and I think that was finally, I just kind of woke up from that trip, because I remember I had to get on the cruise ships two days later, and they actually let me on the cruise ships. Wow. And they're like, you're healthy enough, you can get on the cruise ships, because I went through a massive weight loss of like 150 pounds. What? Yeah, you were, uh, I was 150 pounds what? bigger than this. Yeah, wow, you got a little Jenny Jones story, oh, yeah. a little Ricky Lake. You know, <laughs> yeah. those stories. Okay, yeah, From like geek to she go. How many these shows used to be? You know yeah, <laughs> someone gave me a gift. Someone gave me a gift certificate for a CrossFit gym, and I thought, okay, I'll go what? check this out. And I ended up being um, getting into CrossFit, and then I entered like weightlifting competitions wow. and competitions, and I was a trainer. And uh, I got away from it because I had surgery a few years later. Mm. I just. I can't do it anymore. Gotcha. I just can't. I'm like, I don't want, it's like being in an abusive relationship. They're yelling <laughs> and screaming and throwing shit at you. And I'm like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so it was comedy is, uh, it, I had to make something work. I knew I had to be on my own. And right. I'm like, all right, let's, 
what else am I going to do? I'm like, I know I'm funny. Because right. I remember in school, remember when you get like your report cards from your teachers, and you're like, she has a great sense of timing. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what do I do with timing? And I'm like, I don't is know what that is. anyone hiring for a timer? Yeah, is anyone <laughs> to know what that is? I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, I don't know what that is. So I was, I went to a fine arts school, and I thought, you know what? It's time to start pulling out the stuff that I know I was good at. And then yeah. I know it was, there's just something about being on stage and making people laugh. So like, it was literally on a dare. I got into a program called Stand Up for Mental Health. Oh. And it was you know, part of your therapy, trying to figure out how to deal with what this, all of a sudden I've been given this thing of they're like, oh, by the way, you're bipolar. Uh, mm. Thanks for stopping by. Mm. You're like, what the fuck do, do I, I do, do with this? With this? Right. So just trying to learn about uh, what I am. And I was like, all right, I know I'm, I can still be funny and I can help people. Like there's nothing better than getting off a stage yeah. and meet, well, meet new people like you guys and stuff, like getting yeah. off a stage. And so it's like, hey man, you know, I really needed that today. Like, yeah. thanks. Right. Like that's the best feeling and it's the best therapy to me. Right. So you got involved via that avenue yeah. versus the show they had there. And I that did. was your opportunity to kind of yeah. break out and speak in front of people. I know, like, yeah. Wow. And then and then like uh eight Were you or nervous? Nine. That sounds like a pretty bold move, just going it, kind of cold I, into yeah. the industry like that. I, w I was I figured the way I looked at it, <laughs> and I kid you not, I was like, yeah. there's one light pointing at me. I'm like, these people are never gonna remember who the hell <laughs> yeah, I am. True, so true. I was like, what does it matter? True. Yeah, so I remember I just, I got wow. on stage, I did it, and the audience was so receptive, because uh -huh. I thought they're gonna be receptive, like, oh, congratulations, look, she's sick, and the rest of them, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're getting their life together. Right. No, it was, it was one of those things where I, I stood out a little, Mm -hmm. And I kept doing it. And now, yeah, during pandemic, I'm like, what the hell am I going to do now? Like, How long ago pandemic? was this, by the way, before you started that been, dabbling in the comedy? This will be my 10th year. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Same. I'm around the 10th, yeah. going into the 11th year. And so it's, yeah, it's funny it's, how uh, the stuff starts to yeah, work out, right? Like yeah. during pandemic, I'm like, what am I going to do? And then I pick up the tour with Jeremy Hotz. And yeah. then I picked up America's Got Talent Extreme. Yeah. With, with like Brooke N., Katie K. Wow. And... Uh, Carrie Gallagher, wow. and we had so much fun. My goodness. That was probably one of the funnest things I've ever done in my life. People are like, you were the first ones kicked off. How does that feel? I'm like, <laughs> it was, feels great, motherfucker. Right. It was, it was probably, it was just an experience that when did you? How did you even go about getting an opportunity on America's Got Talent? It was, was it? It was nuts. Like, uh, well, Katie K. I think mm -hmm. she was on last Shout season. Shout out to Katie K. Hey girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was on Laugh After Dark. She's been on a couple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we so met at the, the festival at Big Pine. Yeah, Big Pine. yeah, yeah. So she, she was on. Uh, she ended up. They brought her on. They wanted to do some different stuff during pandemic. But gotcha. don't forget, during pandemic, those theaters were empty. So mm. those performers are performing to an empty audience. Mm. So it's just the judges, and right. the judges were like what the hell is this? Because she was literally fighting Jello against herself. Right. So she was channeling the Jello. Yeah. But they really liked her. They're like, this girl's funny when they started to talk to her. Yeah. So I guess Simon's had extreme shelved for years because you need a venue big enough to do all this. So pandemic hits. And they're like, you know what? All those performers that we couldn't put on AGT regular, mm. let's put them on extreme. Mm. So we literally got a contact from uh, one of the producers. They're like, hey, we want to bring KDK back, but we want we want more extreme. Like, let's bring a team together. And we're like, oh, we'll bring a team. Let's do this. Right. So we're fighting the jello. And I kind of, I knew I stood out a little because I was the only Where one. Where did that idea? Like, well, she already had the jello going. You were like, all right, let's yeah. do it. We're going to attack the jello. Oh, yeah, we totally okay. did. And like, we, I thought we, when we were showing up, I thought we were going to have like one big thing of jello. Right. We're going to be That's wrestling this jello. And right. they're like, they're like, you know, we like what we're seeing here. We're going to bring in more jello for you guys. So they brought in, I, it was uh, 16 feet what? by eight feet, four huge uh, pools, blow up pools. Yeah. 
It took them three days to make all this Jell-O silica product. (laughs) And we watched them. So we're in the holding area upstairs and we're watching this crane bring this jello out and we're like this is not a little thing that's the we got the yeah Yeah. we're like this is a big (laughs) deal like we were the last performers at night so they filmed um b-rolls all week with us so like monday through friday they filmed all the b-rolls and stuff atlanta georgia Atlanta Georgia. at the atlanta motor speedway wow atl shouted how was that had you been atlanta before no no one told me it was so humid there (laughs) i put my phone down on the table i'm like yeah Yeah, and i'm like did i just were you squishing caterpillars sir when i shook his hand like there was everything was wet (laughs) yeah so as soon as we got outside and we're in metallic costumes so as soon as they made us do any kind of running it was just yeah, Ugh, you feel your whole body. Slick, yeah. This slick feeling. But yeah, they filmed B-reels all week. And it was, uh, I was surprised because they did um, physical checks with us. They mm. did psychological checks with us. You what? had to sign lawyer's paperwork. Wow. You had to do COVID testing, PCR testing. I was like, this is the safest Man. place in America right. to be. Sound like men in black y'all was qualified <laughs> for him. What is this? It was, <laughs> it was probably one of the most fun experiences wow. ever. So then on Saturday, or was it Saturday or Sunday? I forget what night they filmed us. We were the last ones to go up. So those audiences have been sitting there since 8 a.m. that morning watching the rest of these performers go through in the blazing heat uh, the first week of October, the second week of October. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that's when I first met you guys. You guys uh, did all the promo videos for we me. We did. And at the festival, yeah. <laughs> and you brought the idea to us. You know, we're out there high like... So what do you want us to help you with? So what are you doing? Like, why is she wearing a metallic costume? <laughs> right. Here right. I am in my cape, my Superman cape. I still wear that cape. Right. See, now you can't let go of the cape. cape. See I love that, that right. cape. And the funny thing now is it's turned into this weird fetish. I'm starting uh, to get. See that? I'm starting yeah. to get messages like, can we buy the socks? I'm like, new ones? They're like, no, used ones. I'm like, Whoa, you want used The creeps. Socks. You got all the creeps mm-hmm. now. Let me lift that cape up, Susan. What's <laughs> going on underneath that cape, Susan? Show us underneath the cape. We just want to see him in the cape. See that? It was fun. Like, but I mean, comedy in the last few years, like it's taken me all over the place. Like I finally yeah. starting to work in the States. I get to meet you guys. Yeah. Black After yeah, Dark yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I got tour with Jeremy coming up and stuff. So nice. um, I just booked another tour. So I'll be doing uh, for another week throughout the interior of BC. I'll be doing the Rank and Vile tour with Kenny Robinson and nice. Darren Frost. So those are two huge Canadian icons and wow. then the next week I'll be with uh, Jeremy Hotz and then I've got tricks coming into town hey, too. Shout out to so I'm like I can't yeah. I can't complain. Like, wow. You know, really there's so complain. many highs and lows in this business, you know. Yeah. As a comedian, as you're figuring your shit out, you're going throughout life, life is going, ah, ah. Mm-hmm. But also your time in the comedy industry is also rewarding you too. So yeah. you're constantly rising and elevating, but you're still getting, ah, You're still getting the you're getting shit along the way. You're just still persevering. Yeah. You know? And it, yeah, because exactly like what you said, you get this one great thing that happens and yeah. then... Maybe you get a tax bill. Like, oh, by the way, you owe us like eighty five hundred bucks. You're like, how am I gonna right, do this? Right. But it's just, I don't know. It, I would do it all over again. I would definitely do it the same way. I don't think it would change anything because I think it's made me who I am, mm. and being able to meet all the people I've been able to meet. So. Build so much character. Yeah. You know, but once you start to really direct your attention towards the 
good things and what yeah. is working and having gratitude and working from, from a place of gratitude, mm-hmm. then those jabs and all those things that go that come your way in life, you become a little bit more resilient. Because yeah. you still understand your dreams are still coming true. Things still are there. still happening in the midst of, you know, getting yeah. those. Ah! Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> you're like, all right, I need to ride the wave, right? Yeah, but you, you guys, ride the wave. Like, you guys have a great scene here. Oh, like, man. you really do. Like, Vancouver's got a, it's got a big scene. It's a showcase town, very much yeah. like this one here. Like, yeah. not a lot of paid work here. Mm-hmm. But you've got some great comics here. You've got some great content, great places to work. How would you compare the the comedy scenes that are different? Like, you know, you know the Vancouver comedy scene, does it stretch much further outside of Vancouver? I know that's uh, kind of there. And same thing in Toronto. You know, I know yeah, Toronto's yeah. a little bit more city-like and busy yeah. and active. I haven't been out there yet, but that's kind of what I I'm mean, doing. there's lots within the city, like within the city borders. Yeah, there's lots. There's lots of open mics. There's lots yeah, of sure. um, showcases. There's lots of opportunity to do the indie shows and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, once you just get outside Vancouver, like, I'm, Basically, where I live is Langley, so it's like between LA and Long Beach. Gotcha. It's kind of distance, like gotcha. forty minutes. Yep. But once you get into Langley, like that's a family. Is community. Langley like Long Beach? Yes, <laughs> very much. Like yeah, it's a. Oh, okay. It's just a lot of subdivisions. It's a family-oriented community, yeah, yeah. and you know you've got restaurants and clubs and stuff, but not to the same degree that you would in gotcha. the city. Gotcha. But we've got it's a big arts community, so nice. there's lots of venues to start using those stages now that everything's finally open. Right. It's been a hell of a two years. Nice. You guys finally open. I I get off the plane June set was a June second. I come yeah. out here. Canada's still fully locked down. I get to the yeah. I get on the plane. They're like, Welcome to the first day of Las Vegas. Everything's fully open. I'm like, Do I need to keep this on? <laughs> right. I was terrified. Yeah. So it was so different. But I mean <sighs> How would you describe the comedy scene out here to all the fellow Canadians watching and wondering, yeah. how's it in Vegas? How, what is the oh. scene like out here? What's life like I out know, there? I almost don't want to say anything. Like, <laughs> don't come down yeah, here. Yeah, they're going to come follow you. Yeah, I know Susan, you know. Right? Yeah. I, Susan sent me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I would much rather be down here uh-huh. with less than be where I am right now in Canada. I mean, things are just starting to get started up again. The clubs are just starting to open. The open mics and everything are just starting to open again. So we kind of followed that same kind of guidelines as California. Yeah. California, like, what is it? Netflix Ooh, is a strict. joke. You still got to wear masks to go yeah, to the festival. I'm like, yeah, what? I'm like, they you made you sit outside on the patio to go eat. You couldn't go inside. Yeah, it was, yeah they did that yeah. with, uh, with we did one show for Jeremy because we had tour was supposed to be January through May. Okay. And then it got cut up over the winter time. They went, um, we're going to make you guys go to half capacity if the venues are over 500. We're like, what? Mm-hmm. So we've spread it out. But the first show we did get to do was in Alberta, oh, nice. and it was on a technicality though. We were—I'm trying to remember the area we were in. Uh, super nice people, beautiful venue, and it held—I think it was 470 people. And wow. then with staff, it was 499. Wow! So we were allowed to do that show, uh, but we had to prove like COVID vaccinations before we went in. Mm. Poor Jeremy. <laughs> We ended up getting a positive. He's like, Sue, I'm positive. Oh, I'm shit. like, oh, shit. <laughs> Start driving all over town trying to figure out what we need to do. So we're at a, he's like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. We're at a shopper's drug mart. Yeah. He's like, this, of course, he starts panicking. And I'm like, I'll be right there. We'll make sure we get this done. So make sure get him to a real lab, get a real test done. We had to get two other tests done before we could get him into the venue. Wow, it's so, so crazy it was just, keeping up with all that. Yeah. Just the stress of trying to get him into that venue. Like it was, right. but I mean, they were the nicest people. They looked after us. Nice. It was a fantastic show. We did the meet and greet. We do photo bombs. So we don't actually put our arms around people and stuff. So like you might photo bomb right. in the background or right, whatever, right, right. which totally works out. People love them. But I mean, in times of pandemic, you guys have had to do it here. I mean, you just, you change the way you do stuff. You don't yeah. necessarily stop what you're doing, but you change the way you're doing right. it. 
I think that's the biggest thing that I've been able to appreciate since this pandemic has, you know, at least given us the opportunity to do stuff like this. Yeah. Is appreciating these moments where we can interact and hug each other again. And see faces. Interact and see faces and smiles, you know. I know. We, it was like, you know, it was so cold, you know, know. during those times. You know, we, we lost that, that that connection that we have now. You know, well, taught us to appreciate it too. Yeah, because I think even when we were all in... Um, we were in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. There were like 50% of the time we didn't even see each other's faces. We all still had those masks on. I mean, I know a lot of times in Phoenix they're like, take that mask off. It's like, yeah, no, I think yeah. I'm going to keep it on. Face. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. you're not from here. I'm like, no, I'm from Canada. They're like, yeah. oh, so that's oh, a lot. Got it. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I mean, it was, it was, yeah, to finally be here and nice. to see people get off that plane and I don't need to have a mask and yeah. I don't even need to keep one in my bag yeah. except for Uber. Yeah. Keep one in, we all have to have they a still make it happen on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even a lot of the Uber drivers are like, we're done with that shit. Take that mask off. <laughs> You're like, okay, sorry. Right. Nice. So how are you settling uh, into Vegas? And, you know, are you... Uh, I love it. Liking it? I really... I think people have welcomed me with open arms. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything to give people, so it feels genuine. Like, they actually want to chat with me and talk with me. And I got to know a lot of these people, like a lot of the headliners that you have here in town, like Trix has been a friend of mine for probably 10 years. Yeah, I got to know Jay Hollingsworth and Carlos Rodriguez yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff because um, they came to my club in Vancouver and oh, they worked right. for me there or yeah. a lot of them stayed at my house. Yeah, because you produce as well. If people yeah. don't know, we get a little, we lost that tap of it. People don't yeah, know that. Yeah, I, I used to run uh, Laughlands Comedy Club in New Westminster and mm. then it went to, it um, eventually was purchased by House of Comedy. Mm. Uh, so it's a House of Comedy now and I was booking there for a while and then as of this month, I am no longer booking with them anymore. Uh, Gotcha. I'm, I'm on my own. Everybody. On your own out here. Now, how did you yeah. transition into booking? Because we skipped all past that. I know. Because <laughs> most comics are just comics. They want to get stage time. They want to get yeah. stage time. I want to get funnier. Let me work yeah. on my set. What is this booking and this producing aspect coming to the, was, into play for you? It was it was random. I mean, it was literally. I was all of a sudden I went through divorce. I was a single mother. Right. I knew I needed to have some form of some type of employment. Right. And I'm like, comedy ain't going to pay the bills right now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because when you're an MC or a feature comic, like you're not getting right. your rooms looked after and you're not getting really good rates. So to right. work my way in, I literally said to them at the club, um, Jillian, she was one of the club owners. Um, she was the original owner's um, stepdaughter. Mm. I said to her, I was like, what are you looking for? She's like, are you interested? And I was like, I think I am. Yeah. And I ended up taking on that role as a full-time club manager. And oh, then I wow. booked the headliners and features. Wow. And then uh, I left for a period of time because we couldn't come to an agreement of what the club needed. So we knew gotcha. there was it was still going to be in transition. I was like, we need to get something done because this city needs this club. Right. This is so, Vancouver. Yeah. Or Langley, or is Vancouver, Vancouver. Just Vancouver, outside okay. Vancouver. Uh, it's just outside Vancouver. It's an area called New West. So it's about 20 minutes outside Vancouver. Cool. And... Um, I was working for a gentleman named Jake Hirsch, and uh, we were like, yeah, we're on board. Like, Let's see what we can do to get this club going. But because the venue is so big, it's 300 mm. seats downstairs and 200 seats upstairs. Oh, wow. So it's not a little theater. Like This is an old heritage vaudeville theater, wow. and we knew it was going to be too big for us. So we eventually started talking to Rick and Tammy Bronson for House of Comedy, and mm. um, so happy they came into it. Like, They've got five clubs now they've got edmonton vancouver and then there's uh minnesota oh, that okay. i love saying and then we've got el plano and uh, phoenix gotcha so i work with them for a period of time but now that i'm doing more stuff like um with jeremy and uh, i'm kind of all over right they need someone that's gonna be there more and i get it so i i started to leave and i'm like now i'm in this new chapter this is the first week of this new chapter i'm like yeah 
do I do? What's happening now? Yeah, I'm like, what do I do for myself? <laughs> right. So I know at some point I know I'll be here more full time, just trying to finalize the rest of that yeah, paperwork. Now the yeah. pandemic's over and yeah. we'll see what's going to happen. Things are so, settling. So it's it literally, I'm starting to sweat. I'm getting so yeah, nervous. Yeah, I'm yeah. sweating and yeah, yeah, yeah. goosebumps. But, I'm like, what But you know what I always myself? say? Three words. Trust the process. You know, know, trust I'm the learning. process. It's I'm hard learning. to do. Yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, I'm because it's always worked out, right? Yeah, it's worked out this far. But still, I'm one of those people. Like, I'll lay there in bed. You know, you have your weed <laughs> yeah. for the night, and I'm like, I'm yeah. good. Like, I'm good. And about three o'clock in the morning, the weed wears off. You're like, you're like right. You start thinking that? about the shit that's happening. Yeah, right? you're like, do you remember that car payment you didn't make? You got to make <laughs> right, sure you get that done. Oh, you right. remember your daughter needs boots or oh, something? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what am I going to do for the next couple of months with shows? Right. I'm like, oh my right. god. Yeah, no, life doesn't stop. And life oh. humbles you really quickly. Again, these highs we experience in the industry are great. And oh, it's on Instagram. Hey. Yeah. Oh. Everyone thinks your you life know? is like that yeah. all the time. Then you go home and it's like, Bill, ah, notification. <laughs> ah, don't disconnect. Hello. Oh, uh, the operator. Uh, Help me. <laughs> representative. I wanted to work out a payment plan, please. <laughs> well, I went home from you guys the other night. It was the best just to guess with you guys at the notoriety for Laugh yeah, After Dark. And yeah. I was like, Trix calls. He's like, I see you did made a great your... job on set, by the way. Thank yeah. you. And Trix is like, I see you made your debut. Yeah. Like, I did it. I did it. But then I literally. How was that, by the way? It was, it was a lot of fun. Like, that's a fun room. That's yeah. a fun room. I'm like, as long as you look like you're having a good time yeah. and you're honest with people, they'll yeah. be receptive. But I literally went home that night, <laughs> finished everything up. Got an Uber, took me home, uh, or actually Steve took me home, does the morning podcast here, oh, so he yeah, dropped yeah. me off at home. So what am I doing? All of a sudden I'm like, it's Saturday night, I finished an f- amazing show, and I'm sitting here in bed eating deep fried ravioli, deep fried ravioli. watching <laughs> Emily in Paris. So, like, no. I have made it. Right, <laughs> so right, it's right, worth right, it. Right, very cool. But I needed that. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it's it's almost like too with this business. Sometimes we get, you know, sad or we, you know, depressed or we beat ourselves up. You know, comics yeah. we can be the worst sometimes. But there's, you know, it's only a matter of time before you get that next yeah, uh that next yeah. boost, you know, that next piece of momentum that shifts you and gives you the energy you need to keep pushing. Yeah. You know, but you just have to keep putting one foot in front of one the other. One foot in front of the other. And, and sometimes it's meeting the right people too. Like all of a sudden you speak. You know what it's like when you get to that and you're like, where am I going to go from here? It's almost like you've reached your own little bit of a glass ceiling. Right, right. You're like, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Right. Those are the times you know you need to get out even more to connect with more people to figure something out, whether it's producing a new show, whether it's... I've even told comics, like, I know a lot of comics, they'll shit on festivals. I'm like, go to a festival once a year. I'm like, meet other comics that are in that same place as you. You don't have to be in the festival. Go check it out. Check out who's on the lineups. Uh, go see who's the special performers. Go see who's the industry. Right. That's probably one of the best ways I've been able to move forward is some of the industry I've been able to meet. I've met like uh, casting for like America's Got Talent. I've wow. met uh, casting for certain agencies here in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, JFL. And so I'm actually surprised the amount of people that I'm finally able to meet and keep those contacts in your back pocket. Mm. Don't forget to take their names down. Don't forget to hit them up and be like, hey, it was great seeing you at this festival yeah. or whatever. This is a business. Let's connect again. Yeah. And I'm surprised how many comics don't know how to do that. And I'm like, yeah. you're in sales. Yeah, you know. You're like, you know, you're you in know, sales. Yeah. Like, you're a product. You're selling yeah. a product. You're selling right. yourself. So, I mean, right. the only way you're going to get ahead is, yeah, to keep selling that product and selling yourself and getting better and 
meeting more people and networking. Take some notes. I don't oh, know if y'all yeah. listen. Y'all better take some notes. <laughs> She's dropping some gems. She ain't charging yet. <laughs> but that's that's the key. It's like, man, comics always are like, you know, I'm not having any luck. I mean, it's tough or it's rough out here. Like, hey, business. be patient with yourself and understand, like, you also have to be, you know, selling yourself. You know, you are a product, you know, so yeah. that makes a big difference in this. So don't get frustrated. Just be patient and keep doing the work. Set up a schedule. Set up, you know, hey, I want to hit this many clubs a week. I know I'm having to kick myself and do the same thing. Because, know. you know, I'm a little introverted sometimes, too. We go out, we're on stage. We go yeah. out, we do the stuff. And then we go home, it's like, just give me the sheets and the blanket. And the I snacks. know, you're like, I'm just going to relax in oh, sweatpants. Never leave it here again. This is so good. <laughs> you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, like, I got excited. Yeah. I think a few weeks ago before I came on here, I'm like, I bought a new bed set. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. Right. Like, I was actually excited to go to bed. I'm like, this is going to be so good. Right. When you get older, those little things are yeah. doing for you. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I got excited because I bought sheets. new sheets for the bed yeah. and a magic bullet. I bought a new magic bullet. I'm like, yeah. this breakfast tomorrow is going to be amazing. Wait a minute. What's, the, what's this bullet? What's that? Magic bullet What's you've that? never had one it's the individual that's the you know the little blender oh girl blender. you gotta break it down i don't know it's, it's vegas you gotta oh, it's heard good. It's so good. Bullets. Well, I, when i was uh going through my weight loss and training i would yeah. get up every morning i cannot go to the gym without something in my stomach can't do it i'm not one really of those people. no i'm can't. the opposite mm-hmm. i can't eat anything oh really and i, if I, go, I, I gotta go coke maybe an apple maybe a banana yeah, yeah but well, I, can't I, eat I have to have something so i would have like a smoothie whether okay. it's like half and always the same i always uh what's your go-to my go-to, because it's a perfect post-workout, uh-huh. rather than taking post-workout, I would do, it was half a banana, mm-hmm. um, half a cup of chocolate milk, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of tablespoons of like chia seeds or something, uh-huh. and maybe throw in a few strawberries for that extra, like that sugar, yeah, yeah, that yeah, boost yeah, yeah, you need, yeah, yeah. right? So you've got the perfect mix of your potassium, your electrolytes, your salt, your sugars, everything in there. Right. So I would have that go to the gym, do my workout or whatever. Like, I like lifting. I miss it. Like, I'm missing the cut and I stuff. See the gun, I see the guns out there. She got the guns they're out. Not, they're not show them one time. Oh. Bow! You know what I'm <laughs> I want more. I want them yeah. back. So I want like, more. Oh, yeah. I miss those days. I miss getting up, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, going to the gym. And, you, yeah, you feel like you, you accomplished something. I worked out today. This is the first time I worked like, out in a couple yeah. weeks. And I'm like, yeah, really? I'm feeling yeah. good. You get the endorphins yeah. going. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's just being consistent, man. I did upper body. So I went and legs. Uh, a few days ago, and I was like, all right, let me make today an upper body day. But it's just staying consistent. Yeah. Like, I ain't been to the gym since January 1st week, <laughs> since it was New Year, New Me. That was well, the last I remember, time I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember when the gyms opened again where I am, and then they were like, don't forget, you got to bring your vaccine passports and everything. Yeah. But to get into the gym was like close to an hour for them to get used to that program of checking your passport and then yeah. checking your ID and stuff. Wow. So there'd be a lineup. I'm like, is this a nightclub? Right, right, damn. So you can finally get back in, right? Yeah. But so I finally got tired of it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to do it at home. So I always have the same stuff at home um, because I used to do a ton of CrossFit workouts. Um, So I'll do really short CrossFit workouts like hit training or skipping rope, bands. Bands. What is that, bands? Oh, bands, bands. are good. Anything that's yeah. cheap and you're Low small, you can too. throw in your luggage, right? Right. But go through security with that stuff. Like, what are you doing with this very small <laughs> skipping rope? So I'll make sure I put other stuff in my bag so it throws them right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love doing that shit, that's going funny. through security. yeah. It's actually true. When I go through security at the airport, because I hate these people so much, I'll purposely go through security and I carry like in the very front pouch of my carry-on bag. It's usually full of like butt plugs. Oh shit! Yeah. Right. Butt plugs, the other bullet. Yeah, I'll keep other stuff in there. They did. They actually did it to See? me at the airport. Like, excuse me, whose bag is this? I'm like, oh, that's mine. Right. So he get, get to the front. He looks. And he goes, and he can see him looking at the front. He kind of put his hand over the top. He's like, you're good to go. He's like, thank you so much, sir. You have a good up, day, man. Enjoy your trip. But sometimes they'll pull it out. Like, there's been a couple times they whip it out. They're like, and what is this? I'm like, if you don't know, you need to get out more. Yeah, sir. yeah, yeah. Like, you need to have more fun. But have fun with it. If you're gonna if you're gonna go through security or you're gonna yeah. have, you know you're gonna have a stressful day, like airports suck. Yeah. 
enjoy the day, enjoy the process. Yeah. Have fun with the day, do little things, right? Facts. Okay, so you had some weight loss success. I was about, Mm. same thing, I was about, uh, uh, the most I ever weighed was about 238 pounds. You know, you are on yeah. Where did you yeah. get it? So right now I'm probably about two hundred five. Last time I weighed myself, I was Holy you know two hundred two. Wow. But yeah, I was about two forty. I was living in Dallas at the time. I was in the car business for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. You're getting those routines. You're at yeah. work. You're sitting down. Yep. Hey, let's go get food. Hey, what are we eating? You know, I'm just, I'm yep. just going and to you're work. Like, what is what's happening? Yeah. And before I knew it, I was in you know thirty sixes, and I'm in thirty eights. Thirty eights is hugging. I was like, oh I shit, wearing... I got a fatty. I'm out here yeah. looking thick like a southern woman. I was like, I gotta, I gotta do something <laughs> about this. <laughs> I was wearing a forty two inch waist. Wow. I was in the moment that I knew I had to do something. Um, I had the heart. I, uh, I was literally on the cruise ship. I was in Egypt of all places. Wow. So I'm on the cruise ship. Sounds like a uh, nice cruise. It was it was gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, every two years, like we were working through this company, Lord Coast. When you own an automotive shop, a period of your sales over the two years go to this trip. Oh. So I'm in Egypt. I'm like, this is gonna be great. But what they didn't tell me was they took pictures of us during the day at the pyramids. Wow. So I see a picture of myself. It flashes across the screen, <laughs> and there's like five thousand people sitting there. Chip. And I'm like, yeah. and I, I'm like. Oh, hell right, no. Right, Who's that one? Yeah, right. I got on the boat that day. I think I was the only person wow. in the history of cruise ships that got on the, that actually lost weight on the cruise ship. Wow. So I, I got back on the boat, and I'm like, I need a trainer. They're like, oh, there's no one here today. I'm like, or right now, they'll be here in a couple hours. I'm like, I'll wait. Yeah. yeah. I waited. I, I ate in that dining room every night. They wow. had a setup plan. There was a couple of times to be like, hey, guys, can you give me a couple extra snacks? I'm like, no, Miss Thompson, we have strict, wow. we have strict stuff that you're supposed to be on. I'm like. I didn't think they would follow it, but I think on that cruise I lost like twelve pounds. What? Went home and the biggest loser right there on yeah. the ship, right? <laughs> right, yeah. So I, I, but I mean, I, as soon as I got home, I continued right away. Damn. I got into that a trainer, and I, um, and it wasn't an expensive trainer. It was all done online because we've got public health care in Canada. So wow, there's just, that, that, that there's yeah. the thing they've got mm. that. <laughs> so there's there's a service you can dial. It's called eight one one, which is dial a nurse with See, dial a dietitian. America, we're doing something wrong. It's just we need an eight one one here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, she would set up, of course, diet plans and stuff. And then wow. as I got as I got more into it, I was like, you know what? I'm actually pretty good at this. And I'm like, if I can encourage somebody else right. to help look after themselves, like I'm not I'm not even close to perfect. I do what's the 80 20. So I eat well 80% of the time, then 20%. Yeah. You got to have your fun stuff. You got to have your birthday cake, yeah. wedding cake. What's your fun stuff? Oh. Yeah. What's the fun stuff? I'm a cake guy. I like cake. Oh, I like cookies, oh. pies. Oh, oh Kelsey, God. them know, man. Whenever we oh, link up, I'm like, what's the sweets? What are we eating? We are going I to want the pie. You and I are going to a buffet. I'm <laughs> Let's telling go. you that. Oh, yeah. What do you like? I love pies? like cakes, pies. Yeah. I love that. Like, I'll sit in bed with a bag of like the other night. <laughs> I know I'm not making I'm sitting in bed with a bag of chips, the Doritos, the Cool Ranch. Oh, yeah. But I'm yeah, sitting yeah. there and I'm like, Susan, you have problems. Like, I lick all the stuff off the chips <laughs> and throw the chips what? away. <laughs> Who needs these chips? You got a big pile of fucking soft, moist, fucking tortilla chips over there now. <laughs> so I'm eating these chips. But like, but See, my, that's the shit you do on the first date. The dudes just kind of yeah. looking at you like, what the fuck is she doing? Look at all the big, big pile of soft this is why This is why no one's ever going to date me because I'm too oh, honest shit. with stuff. But like, like kryptonite, I love Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola, love Coca-Cola, really? Coca-Cola. Wow, yeah. It's got crack in it. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Makes you believe, want more. I didn't believe that at first. Yeah. So you start to read and you're like, what? This is a real thing. Yeah. Like yeah. creepy history. Look up creepy history and stuff throughout the time. And there's some good stuff out there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that blows people's minds. <laughs> no. But no, but, but once I lost that weight, you know, and I, I did the same thing, I just was like, man, this isn't you, bro. You know, yeah. you go to a pool, it's kind of like, you know, for all the thick guys out here, it's pool time. It's like, ah. Oh. Like, yeah, I was just, yeah, I don't know. I'm good. I'm just going to wear, I'm just going to keep a t shirt on. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. good. Come on, Charlie, get in, man. It's hot, man. It's hot as hell. You're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just left a pool. I'm good. Then you finally work up the courage. You'll be like, uh, Here it goes. Uh, uh, this is me. You got to hurry up and get in. So you got to get in fast. I would do that. <laughs> you can't I, be outside chilling. I had it Go. down to an art. Uh, I would with the t-shirt. Like I would take off the lowered, like the shorts, and I'd be ready. I'd be like, and done. Go. <laughs> so I was already in the water. They're like, oh, that was very water ballet. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. And I wouldn't get out. They're like, can you no. bring me the towels so you can no. make sure you You just look at this part and lower. <laughs> this part and lower. All you see, no, I'm floating, bitch. You're not seeing these titties out here. No, you won't see my stomach. <laughs> I'm like, no. Well, I'll meet y'all inside. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I knew funny. I knew there was problems though when I because I when I came back from the cruise and I started to go through the weight loss, and I was actually in Vancouver of all places. Damn. And I got approached by a modeling agency for plus size models. Whoa. And I was like, no, you just reaffirmed. Whoa. I'm like, mm-mm. mm-mm. Right. I'm like, you can sign me. When I'm back down to my normal weight, I'm like, I'm not happy like right, this. They're like, we don't want you when you're to your normal weight. <laughs> we want you right now. Come here. Come here, Thickums. Bring up the gas over here. We want you at our magazine. You're like, no. So you should have got that check. I know. But no, I, I think I would have felt bad too if somebody would have hit me. I'm like, hey, we want you for our plus size. Yeah, and, and I was like. And see her section. I'd be like, man, no, I'm going to get clowned. I'm going to draw the extra big and tall ass. Yeah, they're lucky I didn't poke them in the eye. I was just like. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't realize when you approach them, they're like, oh, we'd love to consider you as a plus size mom. And you're like, what you do? Right, like, right. Don't confirm my insecurities, bitch. Get out of my yeah, face. Yeah, like, I don't need this. <laughs> right. I don't need this. Like, what did I do to you? Right. No. The, yeah. hard, the hardest part for me, though, was like the dieting and just trying to eat right. It's hard. Yeah. What do you do? Like, are you cooking or do you just yeah. eat out well? Oh, I, would, uh, I did a lot of, um, like, keto oriented like i i didn't mm. cut stuff out entirely keto. i couldn't do it couldn't do it yeah so like i said i do what's the 80 20 so 80 percent right. of the time i'm eating really really good yeah like I grilled still, chicken yeah grilled salmon, chicken like salmon yeah. uh even steak i would still have steak and stuff yeah uh so it was high protein lots of fruits and vegetables and nice. very little like shitty fats or like yeah. extra treats right and yeah, I think for the first couple of weeks when I started to do, I was like, "Oh my god, I've lost like 15 pounds," but it's yeah. water weight. And of course, yeah. after a while, it starts to taper off. <laughs> it starts to taper off. You're like two pounds, son of a. <laughs> yeah. I worked all. I worked so hard this right. week, and I lost two pounds yeah. or like half a pound or something. Right. But it was when you start to get people to say something because if you've got body dysmorphic images or you're trying to go through that loss, you still see yourself as what you were yeah. before. So to wow. hear people go, "Oh, you're losing weight. You look good," and you're like, "Yeah." I am. I think, thank you. Be yeah, like, right. I'll be like, let me bend over so you can see my right, head. Right, right. You could bounce quarters off that. Right, so right, right. It was just little stuff. So, yeah, the finally, I remember, um, I think I finally got down to like 155, and I was like, I'm going to Lululemon. I live in, yeah. Van- I live in Vancouver, right. which is like Lululemon headquarters, yeah. and I was living across the street from the Lululemon headquarters. I was wow. like, I'm going in Chip Wilson. He can... <laughs> you can't tell me what I'm gonna be wearing. Yeah. So I remember I went into that Lululemon for the first time, and it was a single digit. I tried on. I think I picked up a size 12, and she's like, "This is too big for you, sweetheart." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Tell me more." <laughs> right, I'm like, "Tell right. me about my." I eyes. love it here. I'm right. like, I love it in here. And she's like, "She's like, hmm, looks like you're an eight. I'm like, "Holy crap!" Wow. Like I don't remember the last time I'd done that, especially after having two kids and you know being a stay-at-home mom yeah. and 
you're so busy looking after everyone else. Yeah. You forget that if <sighs> really if you're not healthy and you're uh, not happy. Message. There's another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You gotta do take it. care of yourself, especially in our line of work. It's so yeah. important. So I'm a big advocate of self care and being an advocate for taking care of you. I go get my massages. I go get my pedicures. I'm trying to. What are you? Yeah, a I'm a pedicure guy. Shut yeah, up. I'm that dude that walks in the salon. No? no color. No color. Haven't tapped into that dimension just oh, yet. Oh yeah. But okay. I do I'm go get the scrub and once. the callus removal. That be like, oh damn. Yeah. I need some backup. Let me get the callus. Like when you're when you're when you're on tour though, like if. Do you have anything you do in the hotel rooms? Or like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try to. And, and on a perfect world, when I'm on the road somewhere, which is, you know, not not so much, you know, back to back, but I'll get in a workout. Yeah. I'll usually eat, you know, about five o'clock, four or five o'clock, because I don't eat before shows. Oh, so I need to make nice. sure I can eat a good meal and then poop a good poop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to be empty. I got to be empty. I can't go with all kind of shit going on. You know what I'm it's saying? Like, no. Get my good workout in. And then, um, yeah, I'll do like some stretches. Um, I don't usually drink until I get to the comedy show. Then I have a drink, you know, while yeah. I'm there. I don't usually go too much unless it's, you know, we're out to dinner and hey, I get a margarita, but I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I still know? don't drink too much at, at shows because still, there's still that. I mean, Canada, we're still doing a lot of bar shows. We're in the middle of areas. You might not know where you are. Yeah. It's still not, I still won't drink by myself in a bar. Yeah. As a female comic, I'm like, mm, this might not be a good idea. Yeah. So I generally keep it in check. But yeah, I've got that one drink. So you can go on stage. You're like, let's do this. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. This is going to be right. a great show. Let's do this. Yeah. Got to be something. You know, yeah. you, mentioned, you mentioned being a female comic and kind of having to take care of yourself out here and watch yeah. yourself out here. You've been traveling all over the world. Yeah. You yeah. know, how, how do you... Uh, have the the stamina and the mindset to continue to be in all these different places around all these different people and still take care of yourself. I'm sure there's I some still, form of self work and confidence. That comes yeah, I, I still love it. Like there's like I said before, there's just something about when someone says like, "Hey, I really liked what you were doing tonight. I really needed that. Thank you." Yeah. But then to get to a place like Las Vegas, yeah, I came here cold. It's almost like you're being the new kid in high school. Yeah, yeah. And to be able to crack into that group and see those people and actually, you know, if you message them. It's hard to make friends as adults. Yeah. And to meet yeah. some of those people who are like, okay, I can actually do this. Yeah. I, so, I mean, it's it's been interesting. But, yeah, you got to look after yourself. If I book Airbnbs, I'm not allowed to book my own Airbnbs anymore. Yeah. I booked one in Los Angeles. Yeah. And there was actually a dead body outside my window. What? Yeah. Uh, dead body outside the Airbnb? It was one of the first times I booked Airbnb Ambulance myself. Ambulance and stuff all outside or something? It was, or what? Oh, yeah. Wow. It was bad. So a friend of mine, uh, Matt Broom, uh, he's a comic out of Phoenix, or he was. Yeah. Drops me off at this venue, and he's laughing at me. I'm like, what are you laughing for? I'm like, do not laugh. This is not funny. I'm like, this is where women like me are going to die. Like, this yeah. is not a good place to be. Yeah. So he pulls up to the venue, no power. There's no power in the entire building. It was an old radio and television building wow. on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. So the owner at the property had said, we want you to go around back and come through the back entrance. We're like, oh, okay, it seems weird. Yeah. But when you went through the back, there was a motorhome on blocks. Yeah, some LA shit. And I'm right like, there. okay. Yeah, so we yeah, get into yeah. Welcome the- to Hollywood, baby. Yeah, it ain't find- the Hollywood y'all oh thought it was, was when yeah, when you were thinking about Hollywood. Yeah, yeah that that's Hollywood right here. We get inside, <laughs> drop my stuff off, and he's like, I'm gonna leave you here for a couple hours. He says like, he had a few things to do, and I'm like, This is this is not a good situation. Yeah. So I'm in my room and it's got Mr. a lot of the venue where y'all are doing the show. No, or is this your Airbnb? This is an Airbnb. Oh, wow. So literally, he says, well, I said, I'll check on you a couple hours because uh, you got to get to the show and stuff. So I remember laying down in my room. Well, there was a lock on my door, which yeah. somebody bypassed. and like, oh, sorry. Like a keypad? Like, yeah. Like, okay. And then somebody got into my room, and I'm like, seriously? Whoa. But it was, just, it was just a young woman, so I didn't think anything of it, scrambled it and closed the door. But on either side of in my room, 
there is, it's an office building. So there are blinds and windows. So when I lay down and look out and I'm like, there's an eye in this next room. I'm like, hell no, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And I see someone looking at me. Is this like an apartment building? What'd you say? It was an old radio and television building. So it was vision and stuff, but they had it with book yeah, rooms so and beds and stuff. Yeah, so converted. what I did is all the little recording studios. This is what happens when you're trying to get there. the cheapest deal on the Airbnb. Yeah, right. Hotel. Yeah, I was like, being some, some I shouldn't. Shit. I shouldn't know better. I'm like forty five dollars a night. I score. Right, right, right. I should have right. known. I should have known. So yeah, he actually the guy threw beds into the little recording wow. studios and left them there. And at wow. one point, I remember I opened up the window of my room and I'm like, that is a strong odor coming from outdoors and it was a dead body outside i literally packed up my stuff i called a couple of hotels i called the comedy store because a friend of mine was working there yeah and uh mitzi shore used to own a number of businesses so when she was going through cancer treatment she sold a number of those businesses so they gave me the contact for this one hotel it was down the street a couple blocks and they looked after me they're like we don't have any rooms left but we do have a servant quarter uh, it's supposed to be, you know, it's right across from the office. We're going to give you that. And they looked after me for, I think it was there like three weeks. Wow. And then uh, I get a phone call from the city and the police the next day because I'd already called them to complain. Jeez. And they're like, are you still at the Airbnb? I'm like, no, I've already left. And they're like, okay, good. Because we're actually going in. We're raiding the property this morning. That means anyone that's in there. Damn. That's that's an offense. You can't be in a squatting. Yeah, it's an active crime scene property. I'm like, oh, shit. I was so happy that I left. Damn, that's some scary shit. You gotta watch these Airbnbs. Yeah. I had a similar experience. So I got booked in Hawaii like a oh, year God. and a half ago, maybe a year ago. So just before pandemic. Just It was kind of during, as things kind of, I had to have a show a negative COVID test to get there. I don't even remember oh, the dates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. it was in Maui and I booked the Airbnb and I was like, cool, let me find the cheapest way I can kind of get out there, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make a trip out of this. And my flight doesn't get there until like 12 midnight. And it's like one o'clock in the morning. My boy Chino, shout out to Chino, he picks me up from the airport and we get to the neighborhood that my Airbnb is. And it's pitch black dark. They don't have a lot of street lights in Hawaii. So I'm shining my cell phone light all over the house numbers. I get to the house number that I'm at and the living room light is on. It's like one o'clock in the morning. And there's just like this middle-aged white dude sitting on the couch like this watching TV. But the TV's off. (laughs) (laughs) But the light's on in the house. And I'm outside with my light like, is this the right Is place? this the right shit right here? That's it? So yeah, I, uh, I ended up staying at Chino's because I was like, hey bro, let me get that air mattress you was talking about a little earlier. Let me just get the air mattress. Came back the next day and the house was empty and it was just the screen door was there. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then finally he shows up. He's like, oh yeah, bro, come on in. You're in that room over there. And I was like, oh, oh, I got the room over there. It was, it was weird. It was a little weird. Yeah, like you don't want to put your stuff down. Yeah. You're not sure if you should sit anywhere because yeah. stuff might crawl on you. Yeah, and I was like, it's weird. Like I've lucked out. I've I've been pretty <laughs> lucky. Usually when I'll book Airbnbs and stuff now, I always make sure I book with a second name so uh, like they don't think I'm traveling by myself. Um, God, that's a good idea. Because I even had, yeah, when I had weed delivered here, the guy was a really creepy when he dropped stuff off. I actually had to call the police. I'm like, what? yeah, I was like, I was like, you've got a dealer here that's dropping stuff off. That's, you know, he's kind of scouting the neighborhood to check if you've got young women, single women on their own. What was this? uh, It was at my Airbnb. Damn. I literally had stuff delivered and they charged me like an extra 10 bucks. So I messaged the guy right away and says, dude, not cool. You charged me an extra $10. And he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'll bring it back. And I'm like, you know, when you get that in the back of your mind, you're like, no, I'm going to leave this alone. I was like, you know what, man? I said, tell you what. I said, you keep that. Go get yourself a drink after work. 
He's like, oh, I feel really bad. You know, let's, you know, I really want to make sure and make this up to you. What can I do? And I was like, tell you what. I says, if you really want to help me out, I says, I don't need cash. Don't come back. Right. I said, just follow my Instagram or something. You know, if when I've got shows or whatever, just kind of retweet and right. show me some love there. No, you know, you might be, you know, or I don't want to keep bothering you. Is your husband or your boyfriend home? And I'm like, have a good night. Wow. And he just kept messaging. Wow. So finally I called the police. And I'm like, hey, I says, this guy knows I'm here by myself. Mm. I'm, I literally am by myself. So I called the Airbnb owner. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't do this. I'm like, right. I'm here by myself. Right. I said, there's this guy that's been calling. I was like, he says, don't you even worry about it. We'll look after you. Right. So I've been really lucky. Like wow. when I have been traveling, like I try to make sure I'm traveling in places that I know other people like right. you or Kelsey or Rob in town yeah. or tricks or something. And I try to let people know where I am. Yeah. So even every couple of days, I even call my parents. I'm like, this is where I'm staying. If I'll call you by Thursday. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. And they'll call and be like, where's Susan? So I yeah. make sure I always, there's always For an sure. address somewhere of where I am. So, cause I mean, I, I yeah, like it, it, this is a solitary profession. You're on the road by yourself all the time. Yeah. And you don't necessarily know what's going to happen or where they're putting you to you show up and you're like, Oh damn, yeah. this is yeah. not what I we just be out here. y'all. We just be out here. Yeah. Cause there's yeah. been a couple of clubs. I show up at the condo and they're like, Oh, you've got the condo and it's like an air mattress that's yeah. sitting on the floor and yeah. there's no other stuff in the apartment. Sheesh. You're just like, this is not, yeah, this where is the, we this is the life. <laughs> I'm like, this is, yeah. Cause the shows might be fantastic. And people are like, where are you staying after? You're like, well, Right, actually. It's two I'm different worlds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, the stuff you see on social media might be completely different than yeah. what's actually. They see the glam, the, the, the yeah. beautiful side of the yeah. promo and the show and the lights. Yeah. And then, you know, the nice photos, but what we go through behind the scenes. Is, yeah. You know, it's well, sometimes it's worse. Like you finish a show and you have an amazing show. Everybody loves you. You're shaking hands after the show. You're like, this is going to be great. Yeah. You get back to that dilapidated Airbnb yeah. or condo, you're whatever it is they gave quick. you. Yeah. And then you're just like, well, I guess that was it. Yeah, I still got work to do. Yeah, I guess What's I'll next? keep hustling away. <laughs> I, guess I'll open it. I guess I'll open up my email. So right. it's like a book. Right. And, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm curious, too, while I have you here, uh, since you've been booking, you've been producing, you've been performing, what do you want to do? You know what I mean? Like, where what is your ultimate... You know, go. When do you feel like you'll be like living in your best moments, like you know doing what? what throughout the days? It took uh, it took me a long time to finally admit what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. and I think it actually took this trip to do it. Wow. Uh, when I was sitting, like I said, when I was sitting in that airport, I was in Phoenix for a week before this. I was featuring in House of Comedy, and to see that they've decided to go another way, and that I wasn't going to be working with them anymore, mm -hmm. I was like, I get it. Like I wasn't, I was upset for a couple of days and I yeah. was like, you know what? I've got like, I called Jeremy right away and he's like, Susan, put your big girl pants on. You got yeah. this. You don't even worry about it. Yeah. So I'm picking up work with like Ron James and like, yeah, yeah Darren Frost, Kenny Robinson, um, Jeremy Hotz. And, like, yeah. and I'm like, I have to think about the stuff I've done in the last few months. Like yeah. I've opened with Shane Gillis and Mark Norman nice. and Doug Stanhope. And I'm like, yeah. I've done stuff. Yeah, man. We get caught up in things not going the way our plan was or what we wanted in those moments yeah losing the fact that you know everything kind of has its season and you're still being positioned yeah. you know we're getting caught up in our own details yeah. our own head but man things in assignments in seasons change yeah you know so the more you're like Definitely. water you know what i'm saying and work from a place of gratitude just keep flowing yeah you yeah know what I mean? like i think the next while i'll probably uh i'll keep working in canada i'll, I'll keep doing tours and stuff there okay. which is kind of nice i've got like two lives yeah now i get to be in the states um I would love to keep working with Laugh After Dark and stuff. I really yeah. love what they've been putting together. 
um, because that's my wheelhouse. Like I love industry and I love producing and to see somebody like you, like if I was able to produce like a comedy special or something like you and have that do well, to me, that's just as much of a high as getting off that stage going, I did it. That was a great show. I love every single aspect of this business. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a, a different kind of person to to see all those different avenues or appreciate it. Yeah. There's not just one job in this business. Yeah, that's true. You wear a lot of hats. Yeah. Especially when you're, you know, you think from an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mindset and you're working in the business end and the booking end and you're able to appreciate each angle. Yeah. You know, that kind of goes into it. That's why when you get to a nice show, you appreciate it on a whole new level because it's like, time. man, I know <clears throat> what goes go into well. this. Yeah. yeah. I think full time though, I would I would like to be here um, I would like to be working more in the States. I would like to do some work in Canada, of course, because I still have family there. Yeah. My parents are there. My kids are there. Okay. Um, but eventually I would like, my daughter wants to go to school out this way, California nice, or Las Vegas. Nice. I was like, I think we can try and make that happen. Mama's got to make the money. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on the baby. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah, like, this is this. It's, it's weird. Cause I'm like, I know I'm going home tomorrow. Yeah. But this feels like home. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm finally in a place. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is. Yeah, you know, you know, you you know. It's funny. The older you get, to you know, you have this 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 found appreciation for life and being around the right energy and the right people in the right place, mm-hmm. and you start to know what feels good to you. And yeah. when you see what feels good to you and where you feel like you can thrive on your best, it's like this is kind of it. Yeah. You start to be more aware of those things. Yeah. You know, like at some point, I would, I would love. I've always wanted to like own my own club, but like, uh-huh. like booking, development, managing, like being there and actually working with those comics, building those comics, nice. watching them move on and watching them progress. See, I think you just spoke it into I, existence. So that's, yeah. that, that could be down the line I right there. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> like probably my favorite club here in, in uh, Vegas is the LA Comedy Club. I yeah. love that room. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm in town, I make, I think I've been down there quietly. I don't always announce that I'm there. Yeah. I've been there four times in the last wow. week. Wow. Cause it's someplace I want to be. I've been down at Notoriety watching Laugh After Dark. I went yeah. down to watch The Dirty. Yeah. I was going to go down to the second Friday and watch The Dirty again, and I ended nice. up in the hospital because I decided to eat nuts oh, on my pizza and wound up in the hospital. I'm like, I got insurance. What kind I'm of good. nuts was on this pizza? It was walnut pesto. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, walnut, I like a good pesto pizza, though. Oh, but I've never had walnut pesto. It's no, I didn't even realize. I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they're, me neither. They're like, oh, yeah. sorry, we put walnut pesto on that. I'm like, why would you ruin a right, pizza with that? I'm right, like, right, right. pizza should be sauce, <laughs> cheese, pepperoni, right. you know, the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't be fancy. They're trying to get creative. That's this new, yeah, no. that newfound shit where they have to try to updo everything. No. You know I'm mean? very basic when it comes to my pizza. Do it right and do it well. That's it. Do not do not fuck up my pizza yeah, yeah. and change it. And they did. And they were like, oh, I guess we're going to have to take you to Sunnyside Center. I'm like. You're gonna have to take Damn. me in. So Damn. yeah, they gave me two shots of epinephrine on Friday night. Damn. So I was hiring a kite Friday night, just sitting there and I'm like, I should paint this house. This yeah. is great. I'm inspired. Yeah, I, I was inspired. Shit. I get to write some stuff. I can see yeah. color. I can see everything. I can see wow. my feelings. So they they sent me home and then Saturday morning got up and just did my own thing, kind of relaxed for the day, and then eventually came to laugh after dark and stuff. And that's like, that's oh, a good call. A good that's day. a good call. It was a good day. <laughs> it was a great day. Speaking of food, I'm a big foodie, so whenever oh, I go somewhere I want to eat out, yeah. what kind of food should I look forward to or do I need to have it to? Because whenever I get booked in Canada, mm-hmm. which I'm speaking to existence too, so I'm going to get get out there soon. Where, where oh, do we yeah. have to go eat? Where, where do we have to go? You what have kind have of food? Have... Is there a specific type of cuisine? Oh, yeah. Type of place? What, what? Gotta have, well, if you're going to be in Vancouver, fish for sure. We got to take you someplace like fish. right on the water. Like you, There's a couple of places right on the water, whereas whatever you order, like clams or mm. mussels, all that, yeah. literally you can watch them catching it. What? So, You've got to take you there for sure. Nice. 
got to take you for like um, some type of a like a seafood dinner. Yeah, for sure. I love seafood. I'm from Louisiana. But, it's different oh, types yeah. of seas different. we get in our Yeah, you guys have yeah. more like crawfish and oh, shellfish yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. whereas ours more like salmon and trout, right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, we have to, have to, have to do that for sure. Okay. And then let's see what else. Uh, maple syrup, you're going to have to try it. Like mm. the good stuff. Mm. And poutine. Poutine. Oh, yeah. What's what's poutine, girl? Oh. I want some Canadian poutine. Oh, yeah. So you've got like poutine. really good fries. What is that? Good fries <laughs> with cheese curds. So it's, uh, it's it's a classic Canadian dish originally okay. out of Quebec or Montreal. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's uh, fries with cheese curds and gravy. Mm. And of course, they mix them up now. They do like a curry. They do like an Italian version and everything wow. else. But nice. one of the best ones is it's uh, you got the fries, of course, just perfectly salted. Yeah. Uh, the cheese curds, and then they throw in some natural maple syrup, like the real stuff. So you got the, the salty fries? and the sweet. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Throw that throw that gravy on top there. Okay. But you need to make it, like, if once you have that, you need to make sure you're going to head home for the night because you'll be tired. Yeah, it like, sounds like I it. need I need my bed. We call that the itis out here now. Mm -hmm. You got the itis, it's time to go lay down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, then you got, well, then you got a ton of the craft breweries, too. So, I mean, you've got yeah. your poutine, you've got some really good craft brewery. Man. And you're sitting out by the water. Wow. And... Just enjoy the sunset because, like, the summers for us are like a blip. Summer mm. for us starts around June. We'll get less, a little less rain because we're temperate climate, so a lot of rain. Yeah. So it gets nice around June. You got your July and August kind of nice. And yeah. September starts to go downhill again. Gotcha. With the cold rain. shit. I don't want to come with the cold shit and no. all that either. Nah. Uh -uh. I'm nice. not. I'm not about the cold. Yeah, no. Just, it doesn't work. I lived, when I lived in New York, I was just like every winter that went. Yeah, I was so like, this is know. the last one. Yeah. This is the last one. You know, yeah. Like I'm originally from Toronto, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, yeah. this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You wake up and it's sunny, but you're still freezing cold and snowing. Right. You're like, Ugh. right. But at least in Vancouver, we don't have to shovel it. Right. So, so I gotta ask. I gotta ask. What's your favorite food? Like, if you had to eat one food, pizza. It's like this, pizza. Okay. Pizza. No, no hesitation. Oh yeah, no hesitation. Gotcha. No, no. Gotcha. I'm a cheap date. You take me for <laughs> McDonald's, or you take me for McDonald's or pizza or to a movie. Wow. I'm in. There it I'm is, y'all. I'm in. You heard it right there. <laughs> you keep your money in the bank account. You go about thirty five dollars. You know, what I'm saying? she's a good date. There you oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> I love all that. Like, I'm such a. It's funny, like I'm gotcha. such a cheap date. They're like, well, why don't we go for pizza or McDonald's? I'm like, I think right. I love you. Right. Marry me? I'm like, marry me. I need you. Never happening again. Ever. Never. Right. Right. Never right. again. Right. No. So I got to know, too. Now, you signed, uh, we're speaking this into existence, right? So you signed a multi-million dollar deal, right? You're paid. You got a nice check. What's the first car you're going to go out and buy? Audi R8. Woo! Oh, yeah. No hesitation. Mm -mm. That's a badass no. car. No. I owned an automotive one. shop for years. I know oh, my cars. I so love you know. cars. Like 71 Dodge Darts and <laughs> nice. uh, Roadrunners, 70 yeah. Roadrunners. Yeah. Like, I love. I, nice. I just, I know what cars are like. I don't necessarily know everything about them. I don't necessarily know all the engines, but yeah. the R8. Oh, yeah, that's so beautiful. It's a gorgeous yeah, car. Yeah, get like a matte black or something like on that car. Oh, or, oh. or white looks Or the wrap. Yeah. Seeing like the charcoal, that charcoal wrap they yeah. do with it now. Mm, looks yeah. good with those really nice, the aluminum alloys. Hell yeah. Looks so good. With I the, can with, see you on that too. Yeah, I can with see the, pop with out the interior the here, it's got the red. Yeah. Not the blue, I want the red. Right. With a little bit of the red trimmer on those leather yeah. seats. That's what I want. Nice. That's what I want. We spoke that shit into existence. I, I love it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm an Audi fan too. They make good cars. Are you really? I was in the Range Rover business for a while. I sold my yeah, Marathis yeah. briefly and shit, so I've been around a lot of... A lot of cool shit, but it's on the sales side. Yeah. You know, so. It was... But still, you get someone that comes in, though, and it's like, 
I can sell because a lot of the cuz I worked for Acura for years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. they'd be like you're never going to sell that car. And you're like, "Watch." <laughs> that was the high. It's a similar high in like the the comedy world whenever you could turn an audience around yeah. and they're on your side and they love you. That was the same high I got in the car business cuz people yeah, hated yeah. coming to dealerships like, "Oh my god." Cuz you know they're going to think they're like, "I know I'm going to give you money." And yeah. then you're going to sell them on the, my favorite is the undercoating. And I'm like, it comes factory. Don't be buying that shit from yeah, the inside of the yeah, dealership. Yeah. So, the, yeah, they keep trying to sell you more stuff. Because you're on the bodywork side of things, right? I, I know. It was uh, automotive. Like and a mechanic then, shop. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool, cool, So we're still the largest. Well, his shop is still one of the largest independent shops in British Columbia. Wow, okay. Um, so they work on, like, boats, high-end vehicles. Nice. Um, my son, actually, 19 years old, going to be 20 in December. He's actually one of the most in-demand mechanics in British Columbia because wow. he does high-end conversions. Wow. So if you can't find parts, he makes the parts. What? He'll either make them out of other stuff or he'll um out of what is it laser printers wow what's his know, name so build stuff. miles hansen shout out to miles man. miles hansen keep shining out milo here. milo 9598 <laughs> i think is him yeah nice. so he's got he's got some i don't have to worry about him nice. he's one of those kids i'm like yeah he's gonna be okay he was born an old oh, man oh that's dope my daughter's more an artist so yeah. she's very much like me i'm like oh shit the kid's gonna have problems she's like me. <laughs> right she's a creative <laughs> I know. Yeah. She's a, yeah. so i lucked out they, they're very good kids nice um i can still travel for work yeah and i'm excited to go home tomorrow but i know i'm home for like a week and then I start, yeah, I've got a couple of shows You're in Vancouver. About to go on the road too, right? Yeah, well, I'll do, I'll do a couple of shows in Vancouver, and then Trix is in town, so I'm in town for like a day or two. And then, yeah, yeah I've got shows with Jeremy. I think I'm in like, I didn't even realize, I'm like Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, Damn. Saskatoon, yeah. and then I'm home for a couple of days, oh, and then dope. it goes back on tour again. And then I'm in like Dartmouth, like Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. So I'm all over the place. Wow. It's, so it's, See, it's comics gonna be too, interesting. Like right what she just named, like all of these places that aren't on a lot of our even radar <laughs> in terms of where we can perform and what we can do. We're initially thinking, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, LA and you know uh, New York, and those are great. But man, the the the, the sky is literally the yeah. limit, and where it's you can different. Go with like stuff. yeah, like Canada. I mean, we're pretty spread out. We're one of the largest company, uh, largest countries, but it's it's very spread out. Yeah. So you might have your metropolitan areas where you're gonna have like yuck yucks and comedy mix and. Uh, house of comedy and stuff, but then a lot of your shows are going to be interior-wise. So you're driving through large areas that wow. are uninhabitable, and all of a sudden, in the middle of nowhere, you're like, "Oh shit! There's this this here. this town has a fifteen hundred foot <laughs> wow. or a fifteen hundred person venue, just because they've got a massive arts community, and it's wow. like that's their place to kind of gather and wow. hang out." So like this entire tour with Jeremy, like these aren't small events; like these are large like casinos and wow. theaters. So this is going to be different than yeah, working those clubs of like two three hundred. Hell yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna be a different vibe. So man, we'll see how it goes. That's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it too, man. I'm so excited to stretch myself yeah. and stretch the brand. And you know, there's so many places that I'm that I'm looking forward to tapping into. Canada being one of them. Yeah, so. oh yeah. Oh it's nice. a it's a beautiful country to visit for sure. So we you know you know you know we'll be in touch. Yeah, we'll be in touch. I'm gonna call you if I go anywhere and be like Susan, they I'm invited like, me to the strip club in like, Canada. Is that like, a good Charlie, idea or a bad idea? I got you, Charlie. I got you, I got you. <laughs> right, right, right. Don't do that. I don't eat this. I leave that alone. Don't go to that neighborhood, Charlie. Don't go over there. So I would love I would love there's some comics though like that are here. Like I would love to build like a yeah, like a five or six city tour or something. Mm. And just Boom. and like have like a continuous mix, be like, all right, you're doing the first six yeah. leg of this tour, like maybe and then bring someone else in for the next yeah. six leg of the tour. Like, yeah. That ain't nothing it, but a thing, girl. Ain't but some dates. Yeah, you know like it's, it's a beautiful country. I mean, <laughs> it's different. I mean, now that we've been through pandemic, I think you guys have probably seen more of the news than we did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Your, yeah. your news told us more. I'd be getting phone calls like, are you all right there in Canada? I'm like, right. I think I'm okay. Right. But I'm not sure. Right. I'm not allowed to say anything, am I? 
So it's, it's, it's been different. It's been, but there's like, we've always said there's opportunities, no matter where you look, you just have to find them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes the dream changes. You don't get rid of the dream, but the dream changes. Yeah. Yeah. It's constantly like, kind of like an art sculpture. It's constantly being broken down and shifted and crafted, man. Don't stop building and working. Just know that your masterpiece is going to be constant. Mm -hmm. I think for the rest of our lives as artists, it's going to be constantly chipping away. So you just got to relax and enjoy the process and just chill (laughs) while you're doing the thing. But at the same time, I will never buy really good bed linens ever again because it's encouraged me never to get up, especially the heated blanket. I'm like, I'm not getting out of bed. If Susan can't Cancels a show or meeting us up. It's because her new bed and her new sheets are keeping her tied in. I'll be like, sorry, I can't come in. What are you doing, Susan? Are you in sweatpants? Maybe. See? Yeah. What are you eating? What's over there? What kind of snacks you got? Are you eating chips? Are you you licking Doritos? Are you sucking the Doritos again? (laughs) Put the chips down, Susan. (laughs) Girl, it's been such a pleasure. I'm so glad we were able to sit down and get the talk, girl. Thank you so much. You're so awesome. And I want nothing but the best for you. You guys, Um, too. I I love this town. Yes. Yes. So please let them know where they can keep up with you follow you and see uh, more of yourself you can uh, find me at um, susanthompson.net I think all my shows are listed there and then with Jeremy's show you can find us at jeremyhots.com and the rank and vile I think you can reach us at rankinvile.com yeah um, yeah I would just see keep up on uh, Instagram's probably my favorite thing to do so Susan Thompson haha please follow me I would love to see some of you guys like I love interacting with people so yeah. that's a big deal to me hell yeah 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 shake and bake y'all shake and bake man I love it <laughs> fellas $35 date right here. Get us some oh, pesto shit. pasta. Hold the walnuts. <laughs> I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson. It's another episode of Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. I'll see y'all next time. It's Susan Thompson, y'all. Cheers, baby girl. You oh, ain't even yeah, drunk all your shit up. That's all right. All. That's all right. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, hey. I know you got stuff to do and you're ready to get up out of here, but just a minute. Come on, man. You didn't already stay here this long. Now take just a minute and subscribe, please. That way you can stay connected. Like the video, leave a comment. We want to hear what you got to say, baby. (laughs) Now we appreciate it. Now go on and subscribe.